And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Welcome back to the Tempest 2 podcast. Welcome to the Tempest 2 podcast. My name is Tom. This is my good friend James. And on today's episode, we'll be talking through adventure, mindset, having fun with life, and Will Smith. <laughs> and we're going to talk about William Smith. Uh, it's episode 35 yep. of the podcast. So we're, we're really getting into the flow of things now. If you're still here, welcome. Um, it's a pleasure to have you. Today was a big day for me. It was a big day. It's a bit, is it? Yeah, come on. T- talk us through it. We, we, you know, we've been working towards this day for six months. <laughs> Today was meant to be the day where I got my new official teeth plugged in. For those that are unaware, I lost my front two teeth on my stag do. <laughs> Go back and listen to that episode if you need to. It's a corker. Yes. Um, and, you know, I've gone through the process of multiple surgeries and today was the day where they were going to clip in the new pearly whites. So arrived to the dentist, uh, started working on me, numbed my mouth, a few injections, and then halfway through, I just heard him go, "Oh, oh, we've got a bit of a problem." And these fucking teeth that they 3D scanned cost about five million pounds to make. <laughs> don't fit. No, absolutely. Fuming. That is really poor for I had a massive, massive sense of humor failure. <laughs> Did you tantrum at him? I was just like quite obviously, and rightly so, fucking off. livid. <laughs> so I can tell you're you're quite angry about this. And I was just, I was, yeah. What the fuck do you expect? What could he even say? He, sorry, he, he was so just like, thick, he was like I'm really sorry. And then he went, this has never happened before. Of course. But that's good. Cla- yeah, yeah. I'd rather it happen more, by the way. That's the wrong thing to say. Oh, and I was lying there. when. So he told me that he was going to have to redo it. And then he had to basically redo everything so I can carry on my life. Um, and they did another <laughs> scan. And right. I was led there. And I was thinking, you know, maybe this is one of those times where, you know, just think about things positively and whatnot. No need to get annoyed about it. And I was like, you know, what's the, what's the positive that's going to come out of this? I led there for a few minutes thinking, there fucking isn't one, so I'm, <laughs> I'm livid about it. There's well, not you got one to, positive. You got to visit, is it Oxford? Yeah. Yeah, nice reason to go there on a no. rainy day. Yeah. Lie in a strange man's chair, yeah. tilt your head back. Get injected. Have my, him look in your mouth for a while. My mouth is fucking throbbing. Yeah, leave with a numb mouth, and um, that's really annoying. So what, same time next week? Next Thursday, back in. Amazing. That is really fucking. Balanced. It's not confidence inspiring, is it? For it's next week, it's really fucking annoying. I won't lie. Is it because you ordered some white gold numbers? Yeah, well, some some gold pirate teeth. Well, yeah, it spells out bad boy on the grill. <laughs> it's a full Nelly grill. <laughs> it's a grill. So, it's a grill. Yeah, but we are where we are. Yeah, and I was uh, actually looking back over some wedding photos. I think inspired by your w- arrival of your wedding photos. Right. Yeah. Looking back on mine, and the difference is quite stark between. It is, isn't it? Yeah, you had very a very distinct yeah 
I had a gap in my mouth. <laughs> Tooth. <laughs> Teeth. It's like you were a very distinct looking man. It's like, that's an insult. But it is very different, isn't it? Which very. is mental. So maybe there is a silver lining when you get these ones, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a silver lining. Yeah, yeah. But not when you go to a man's yeah, place yeah. and come back. Just a waste of time, isn't it? That, and do you know what? That's probably my biggest pet peeve in the world. Apart from <laughs> fuckers who eat with their mouth open. Yeah. Um, and people that are just grubby little bastards. <laughs> my second biggest pet peeve is wasting time. I fucking, it drives me insane. Yeah. You know that feeling where you go and do something and, it, and then for some other reason out of your control, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like you get on a train and then the train breaks down. <laughs> that type of thing. It's just like, yeah, I fucking hate wasting time. Just sat there doing nothing. Yeah. And uh, this was a good example of that. So, but anyway, <laughs> onwards and upwards. Really happy. It's raining outside, but I don't mind. No, exactly. We've I got a new outlook on the yeah, weather, haven't we? I don't mind rain now. I love it. I'm actually welcoming this new weather. Okay. Now it's got a bit colder. You got your jacket on? I have got my jacket yeah. on nonstop. <laughs> um, mainly because I don't want to spill stuff down my t-shirts. You're not eating. Not eating at the moment, but I've been known to dribble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue. Just all the time. It just was fucking embarrassing yesterday. We were obviously in London yesterday. And this happens now. It happens now and again with us, mainly because in the past, we've been sent loads of kit from a brand yeah. and it's the same kit. Yeah. So every now and again, we'll turn up and it's like, oh my God, we're wearing the same shit. Mm. Yesterday, we turned up in London. We both have bought pretty identical Patagonia jackets. Yeah. We both had the same pair of trousers on from M&S, which are fantastic, by the way. <laughs> uh, M&S. Literally, we're just dressed exactly the same. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we've got the uniform on for a big it day. Big like day in the city. It's like we're handing out leaflets. Yeah, it's just... But good gears, good technical wear. Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for being on the uh, on the Patagonia Pro program. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, good good week, really, wasn't it? Good work this time. What when did we do it? About a week ago, we did the pod. So since then, we have been to went to Bristol. Bristol, my fucking hometown, baby. Sunny, sunny Bristol. Um, to something called the Blue Earth Summit, which is a gathering of like-minded environmentalists. Not environmentalists. (laughs) Basically, people who uh, it's an environmental-themed summit. Hence the name. Um, full of businesses, NGOs, influencers, adventurers, all with this shared purpose of trying to increase the awareness and importance of environmental issues from ocean plastics to greenhouse gases to recycling. Um, and we've, we've kind of done a couple of these things in the past, whether it's a big show in the US that we went to, um, delivered a couple of keynotes at some shows in the US that are quite similar. And this is the first one I think we've been to in the UK. Um, and it was done pretty well, to be fair. It was, um, I mean, it helps that the sun was shining. I think the days after we were there, it chucked it down. And I can't imagine it had the same vibe. Um, but they're strange, they're strange old places, aren't they? A bit, a bit echo chambery. Yeah, I'm trying to think what to say about it, really. Um, I think going to, (laughs) I'm really trying to think what I want to say here. It was, it was a really good event if you're getting a day off work. Yes. (laughs) Right. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're a fucking waste of time. 
Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Like, they're a waste of time for us to go to. Oh, for yeah. us to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. events. Yeah. We've been to so many. And um, I just find, yeah, they're just the same conversations over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I think even I've seen some of the content off the back of it from agencies that go there and brands that go there. And they're all saying the same thing, like to what you said, that they're kind of, they're just echo chambers and the impact in those circles is great when those sort of events are on, but it doesn't really leak out. You know, you won't see any PR about it. won't make its way into any big media, especially with all the other shit that's going on in the world. You know, it doesn't really make a dent. So they're the same people that are already aware of it and talk about it all the time. It kind of, just feels like more of more of the same. Um, yeah, I, I. It's so funny the environment stuff because, as you said, we've been to we're part of One Percent for the Planet for a few years and mm-hmm. kind of it just like fizzled out because nothing was, nothing really happened, did it? And I think yeah. that is kind of what annoys me with that whole space. Yeah. is we're walking through some of the stands. Yeah, there's some really cool businesses there and whatnot. And at the end of the day, the difference is going to be made by multi-trillion dollar industries yeah. changing how just get coca-cola to yeah. go there <laughs> yeah. just stop doing things at scale yeah but then it's like you know oh we're a we're a sustainable toothbrush company and for me it's like <laughs> if you didn't exist that's more sustainable <laughs> do you know what you know I mean, what you, you know what would be more sustainable if you didn't even fucking yeah. breathe <laughs> But it's like, I just find it a bit of a paradox, these products that get released. Being like, we're all about sustainability. We're starting a new business and we are fully sustainable sunglasses. Yeah. It's like, but you're still creating something that didn't exist six months ago that is still going to fucking pollute. Yeah. A new product doesn't, like, unless you're changing the way... I was going to say, logistics work. I, I guess they're hoping they're doing is becoming that one in one million. Yes, it's not going to happen. Where though, people buy the wooden frames instead of the Ray Bans. Yeah. Not going to happen. Which is a challenging challenge. At least bottles. <laughs> at least bottles, it's like that is a like, place, for, like it is a replacement of buying yeah. a plastic bottle. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Complete. But when it's just like another product. Yeah. And again, People, you have to be really motivated by this whole thing to swap from, you know, a world-class Oral-B electric toothbrush to a wooden one that probably does an inferior job. Yeah. It's like, you've got to really care about it. And that's the thing with the 1% for the planet stuff. So the way we did adventures was we would, you know, plan the adventure and then work with 1% for the planet to find a... Uh, a charity that any money that we raise above the cost of making the adventure happen would all go to them. So whether it was the Honold Foundation when we climbed El Cap or a water charity in Chile when we did the Patagonia adventure, it was all through 1% for the planet. But the issue was, is it never felt like we were making much of an impact. Mm. And when we spoke to people about it, it just didn't really seem to hit home. And I compare that to the row when we raise money for Make-A-Wish Foundation and Brain Tumor Research, and everyone just got it so much more, didn't they? It's like, right, cool, yeah, makes sense. Even, even then, like, raising money is hard. But the environmental stuff, I think there's not enough urgency in it. People don't see 
the need, the need for it. Um, but but I think right now, but the urgency is there. But as you said, it's but what like what can you do? This is what I find frustrating about the whole thing is, you know, people, you know, throw your plastics into this bin and that that's not going to fucking do anything. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, it needs Coca-Cola and Amazon and the automotive industry and the energy. That is going to change things. Yeah. And sure. yeah, exactly. BP have just had their biggest year of all time in terms of profits. Yeah, exactly. I, going big on renewables <laughs> it's just like yeah, I just find it all as you said a bit of an echo chamber and I think a lot of people get it wrong by preaching these brands oh yes like your perfect example you ordered a coffee mm. at the place didn't you? still angry about talk, that talk me through the conversation so we went up to get a coffee first of all half an hour queue but we could see past <laughs> that just the one coffee machine for 2,000 people um, but we got there and it was all press cool fine Ordered a flat white, um, and she said, oh, I suggest oat milk. <laughs> and I said, oh, thanks for the suggestion, but no, thank you. <laughs> I will like normal milk, thank you. Um, and she said, no, 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 uh, all we have is oat milk. So like, right, okay. It's not a suggestion. No, it's a very strong suggestion. Uh, and obviously it was because of the environmental factors. But the oat milk had come from Sweden or somewhere like that. Big, heavy cartons being shipped across the shipped across the world. Um, I just think get a little local milk from yeah. a local farm must be more environmentally friendly. Um, but it was more the way the she tone. said it to you. Yeah, it was the tone. Like, of course, we don't have normal milk here. You fucking you moron! <laughs> you what you drink normal milk? That's disgust. You rank. <laughs> That is, oh, are you trying to grow? You're you a cow, are you? You're a baby cow. It was it was one of them, and it my blood boiled. I mean, I drank the oat milk for yeah, a while. It was delicious. <laughs> They'd done a great job with it, but it was, uh, yeah, it knocked me back a bit. So, yeah, uh, that's a massive point as well is you don't want to feel like you're being preached at, otherwise you do the exact opposite. It's yeah. the same with veganism and... Uh, crossfit as well <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna say on the i'm, I'm not going to another conference ever again <laughs> yeah like it there environmental are, conference or any, any i think any, any. at unless least we're, unless we're speaking at it and yeah you know, i'm happy to speak at a conference if it's like for a really good cause and you know the crowd is going to be good fine but they are a complete waste of time yeah at least this one was half outside i feel like when you go into somewhere like the xl it takes your soul no windows yeah just wandering around this little fake light and you come out like you've been in a casino for three hours. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. Cool. Um, but cool. it was actually quite an impressive setup. It was a great time. set. Yeah, as far as they go, best one we've been to. Okay. <laughs> so all in all, yeah. great job, guys. <laughs> yeah, great job. <laughs> we'll see you next year. I don't want to go again. <laughs> But what we did, obviously being down in Bristol, um, we wanted to make the most of the day. So... It was very close, obviously, to a place called The Wave. You guys who've been listening to the podcast for a while will remember when we did a partnership with The Wave and we offered a discount code. <laughs> um, we visited them again and um, it was a great day, wasn't it? We have another discount. <laughs> Got another fresh one. No, we don't. No, for those that don't know, we, as a joke, said that there was a discount code um, from The Wave. The Tempest 250 would give you 50% off. Just a throwaway comment, never thought anyone would act on it until about 10 days later we got a phone call from The Wave asking about this discount code, <laughs> where we got it from, 
uh, and we had to <laughs> tuck the tail between the legs. <laughs> Apologise profusely. Um, so this was our first time visiting after that debacle. But it was good. We had the Waikiki session. Got And you got up for the first time. Did I? I think so. <laughs> I'm not sure you I think count you, it. I thought I saw you. <laughs> My legs extended. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a mental setup. It, it, is an, it is, if you actually think about it, it is an incredible feat of engineering. Yeah, yeah. It's done very well as well, isn't yeah. it? The, yeah, and the, the cafe and stuff, the food's great. Um, and it is, it is really, really good fun. Yeah. They do it really well. And, it, but it is like back-breakingly tiring. That's unbelievably, <laughs> you're back twanged. Yeah, I had to get out <laughs> early because I, I thought I thought I was going to put my back out. I kept spasming when I was trying to stand up. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so funny because if you surf in the sea, you know, you probably getting two waves in an hour would be a, a pretty good ratio um, of like time to surfing. Whereas when you have a one hour like and there's waves every six seconds or something, you just go berserk and exhaust yourself in about 10 minutes trying to catch because there's always there's always a wave coming. Um, and it is fucking exhausting but i think if you got to that standard where you could catch the waves and it would be amazing because yeah you'd, you'd get a lot you'd That'd get awesome you'd improve so quickly but um it's so so tiring so tiring um but i'll definitely go back mainly because the yeah the wave pool's epic you can guarantee waves and stuff but the food's great yeah which helps can you do, do they do like all day passes and you just do as many as you can or is it you just book in for a session? I don't know, actually. Mm. I would, if you haven't been, it's really worth going. Definitely. Just even if like, you don't like, like me, I just got fucking thrown around, but it is, it is fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it maybe takes a couple to, we did different wave this time, didn't we, to the yeah. last time. And I I'd never even considered the different sizes and setups, but it was completely different. So we'll go in the expert barrel session next yeah, time. I think, <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> the I'm waves not aren't actually powerful yeah, enough. Yeah, the yeah. waves aren't big enough. Yeah, I agree. Therefore, like, I think my natural ability is wasted. I would like to just take a quick moment, um, just pay our respect to the one lady in the group <laughs> who. Who, RIP. <laughs> who was just. Oh, bless, bless her. her. <sighs> just a victim of the waves and just drifting sideways. <laughs> mental that they just because she basically you get how long is the session I don't even know 30 an hour, minutes? An hour. Uh, yeah. but me no wonder we're tired <laughs> so they basically put you in a group uh, and they ask you questions before like intermediate beginner novice so obviously we're like intermediate <laughs> never, never stood up on the board of my life um, they send you out and you know most people in our group were, were actually pretty good yeah. standing up yeah. and then halfway through this this rogue woman got just plugged in I don't know if she was late or whatever, but she was on her own, got plugged in. And I mean, she, she could barely swim. No, exactly. <laughs> but she was on this board and you could tell immediately something wasn't right because she was right at the back <laughs> of the board. And so that like the nose of the board was like almost vertical and she's waiting to get on this wave and she just can't. She's like being drifted sideways and they're screaming at her like, no, you need to get over here. And then like she would just get absolutely pummeled yeah. by this wave. She'd just like, her head would pop up a hundred yards like down the pool. And then bless her, she'd just get back on. Always smiling. Yeah, and then just come back around. She's like choking on the water. Yeah. And she just kept going around in this circle. But she would, she would like almost, 
it's like a button lift when you're skiing. When someone falls off, yeah. everyone has to wait. Yeah, exactly. And it's the worst nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. When you're a beginner. Exactly. And bless her, she was just like, I can't get out. I know. She's just getting sucked into the rip and then getting barreled. <laughs> it was fucking funny. But I was no- just happy for the rest. Of yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, we were all there behind her, but no one in the session is good enough to go around her yeah so she's going oh just go past me and we're like we literally can't i'm gonna land on you yeah (laughs) i'll try and it's like (laughs) and i'm in the wall uh but bless her great attitude to just getting pumped for about (laughs) 45 minutes um so hopefully she sticks with it hopefully she's all right yeah my god um but yeah that was our trip down to bristol so um next time in a few months maybe go back revisit the wave absolutely what else have we got on air then come on um, oh, want, a little something you want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, mainly. We spoke about the Beckhams last week, and what a, an amazing documentary that was. And basically, it's what a fucking legend David Beckham is. <laughs> and I want to talk about the opposite side, right, of that celebrity spectrum, and more specifically. And I don't want to go on about this for more than thirty seconds because it's then actually yes. feeding into what I'm moaning about. Yep, just the fucking. Will Smith and his family need to gnaws off. <laughs> oh my God, what a bunch of fucking leechy, self-entitled, weird bastards. <laughs> and this all started a while ago when he released that YouTube series where he's like, oh, I'm Will Smith and I got fat and locked down and I'm going to go on this journey of you know getting fit again. And I remember before that, I was like, Will Smith's a legend. Like, it always seems like a really nice guy, etc., etc. I remember watching that documentary and coming away from it being like, hmm, I th- actually think he might be a bit of an asshole. Because <laughs> he was like moaning and whining about it, and he was staying in this penthouse in Dubai, and he's like, I don't want to work out. Anyway, just came across as a bit of a chump. And then obviously the whole Chris Rock thing happened recently. Mm. And now his wife, or not wife, apparently has come out, being like, we've actually been separated. And it's just like... No one's asking you. Yeah, mental. And they're like, we need privacy. It's like, are you fucking joking? You're sat. Why are you televising everything, all of this? Yeah. I I hadn't really known until you mentioned it, but now you just have to Google the name. And um, it seems like they conversate with each other over different podcasts. Yeah. It seems to be the only way that they can get through to each other. And it's still a very strange little dynamic. There's that one... Um, I let me try and find it. Of uh, what I can't remember the name of the lad. Jaden, is it? Oh, their son. Yes. Oh my god. And he this is the same. Kid. Just really wants to not hang around with people his uh, his age. Let me try and find this clip, and uh, hopefully you can hear it. But it just sums it, sums it up really. I go around sometimes and I hang out with other people that are my age, and they're just kind of just. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, dude, like, oh my god, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? Can we talk about the political and social arms of the world right now? No, not with us, you can't. Yeah, do you know what, Jaden? People your age think you're a helmet. Yes, we, we can't be friends anymore, Jaden, actually. Oh, yeah, and I think it just leads on to people need to stop taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, there's a lot of that, isn't there? The, yeah, and we're kind of in this world you know we're on the speaker circuit and personal development and all these podcasts you know you got gary neville saying that he treats a weekend like he was like you know friday (laughs) saturday and sunday is a mini retirement for me you know i just don't work on saturday sundays 
Gary, that is a weekend. Just, you <laughs> just described a weekend. <laughs> you moron. Just everyone, stop trying to put labels on shit. I know. Just, just have fun. I know. Just shut the fuck up. It's, it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. We're, we're everything all Everything needs to be deep at the moment, doesn't no. it? We're all going to die <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. You can frame anything however you want it's all pointless <laughs> I, t- I tell you what it's just there's so much so much of it going on and like you said the speaker circuit the conversations that we have with people and their expectation initially of us i think is to be quite serious and talk about everything that we've done and how it's impacted our lives and you know how we see things now and it's really not like that at all no um and it if we even tried to be like that it would make me feel quite uncomfortable um and we and we spoke about the the US audience and their like sense of humor i think that comes from them expecting to get this wisdom and this these serious little anecdotes and life changing things like moments that are shared with them it's like yeah i don't know if it's a british thing or it's just the way we are or we just we just see a lot of it probably but we've spoken about this before a little bit more when we were a bit younger you know we we thought that we had to act that way yeah you know, when we were talking about doing this podcast, we were like, oh, maybe we, sh- we shouldn't joke around so much. Maybe it should be a bit more serious. But that's just not in, in the slightest what we're like. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there's only so serious you can be when you've shat in a bucket for 54 days. <laughs> you can't take yourself that seriously. No, exactly. You're pooing in a bucket. Like, exactly. there's nothing special about any of these people. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking, just everyone, don't worry. Just just go and have fun. <laughs> exactly. And also, if you're listening to all these podcasts and you're reading all these books and not doing anything, <laughs> you are wasting your time. Just go and do shit. <laughs> yeah. Just watch Disney like, or something. If you are going to listen to this stuff, at least go and do something yeah, with just, that information. Yeah. Go and have, just go and climb something. Just or try shit. Just try shit. Go somewhere. The, the best example is a book I'm reading at the moment. I think you've read it. It's that book by uh, Naval. Mm. What's it called? The Almanac. The Almanac by Naval. I can't remember his surname. Mm. But he's a bit of like a San Francisco guru, isn't he? Like yep. in the tech world. But he is very philosophical in how he describes you know, personal development and stuff. But he's got like a no bullshit approach. I was listening to it in the car on the way here. And he's just like, and he said exactly the same thing. He's like, we all die. It's all going to zero. Yeah. yeah. So, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry about embarrassing yourself. Don't worry if you piss someone off. Yeah. Don't worry, like, menial things. Just don't worry about it. Just yeah. fucking go and have fun. Try as many things as you can and just get on with it. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. So true. So there's some fucking wisdom for you. Yeah, exactly. What's the... Um, your mate is going to the Super Bowl, isn't he? Ah, Trappers. Yes. Yes. Which, which is kind which, of on that theme. Which came right? from one of the earlier episodes of the podcast when we were asking people about, yeah, just go and do fun shit yeah. was the whole purpose, which is a big part of the adventure mindset. And we got people to type in, type in, obviously. <laughs> oh my God, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> got people to type in an email to, to reply to us on Instagram about you know what thing they want to go and achieve in the next year. We had loads of different stuff. Um, and Chappers was like, I want to go to the Super Bowl for like my in my 40th year. And um, he's going. He's going. Love in it. Vegas. Booked it. Heading to Vegas. Fair play. 
So that's going to be good as well, isn't it? That's going to be great. That's going to be great. It's like, yeah, it's going to cost a load of money, but it was all around spending money for memories. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure there's going to be many memories after Vegas, to be honest. (laughs) All money, all much money left. Yeah, exactly. Skint with no memory. (laughs) Fair play. But yeah, good on him. Heading to the Super Bowl. Fucking legend. Love that. Um, But yeah, talking about doing things in, uh, in our way and being a bit more fun and lighthearted or just more us with things it kind of leads me to think about and i mentioned it last week but i was kicking off um a youtube channel and kicking it off with the uh like the row so we're, we're creating at the moment a bit of a edit mini film whatever you call it about the row and looking back on some of the footage <laughs> i'd forgotten so much of the stuff that happens for a start and then secondly, <laughs> so much of it is literally us just picking the camera up and taking the piss. Yeah. And it, it's there's none of that <laughs> profound moment. <laughs> I mean, there are some funny times when we nearly got hit by the tanker and all that stuff. Um, but it makes me think, our normal day on on that row was mental. What, what, what was it? It was, let's go from, well, I mean, it doesn't actually matter what time it was. But let's say 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift. I take that bit of breakfast. We just keep doing that until lunch. Yeah, might have a bit of chicken tikka masala. Yeah, for lunch. But then during the day, what what was the person doing in the cabin who wasn't rowing during the day? Well, initially, initially just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> what did we talk about? I don't know. I remember at the time being like, because there's only two of us and you're you're swapping shifts. There wasn't a huge amount of conversation when when we were sleeping in between, obviously. And then in the days when maybe three or four weeks in, we got used to it and we both rode together all day. They'd just be talking utter garbage. It was never boring. Probably more like this. But that was the weird thing. It was, I never, there wasn't a point on it where it was like, this is really boring. No, it wasn't boring. It There was a lot like, fuck, a thousand <laughs> miles to row. That <laughs> yeah. is a long way. Did a, did a lot of maths and predicting when we were going <laughs> to yeah, get there. Yeah, you've turned into Rain Man. <laughs> did a got, lot of... And to be fair, got it bang <laughs> on, which is weird. Oh, yeah, that's it. like the hour. <laughs> <laughs> which actually, there's something... Imagine you put a bet on that. I mean, no bookie would have given a fuck, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, we did a lot of what are you going to eat when you get there. We spoke about food yeah, and drink a, a like lot. so much. And we spoke about ridiculous scenarios like... If a cruise ship would pick us up, would we ju- jump on it? Yes. If Dan Bill's airing, cruise by, <laughs> <laughs> having a party, would we get on it? Would we tell anyone? All that, all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. But I, it, it went quite quickly, I think. I don't know. I feel like when you, time passes, your memory, you just create a memory, don't you? Where yes. You're like, Do you know what? It was really nice. Yeah. At the times, <laughs> that's very true. I, I definitely, I definitely remember. For the first half of it, the overwhelming feeling was like, "Fuck's sake, yeah. what have we done? Yeah. Like, this is this is stupid." I didn't want to be anywhere else. Other it than it here. was the the nighttime shifts for the first half, where it was really rough, pretty scary, yeah, soaking wet. Yeah. And like getting into the cabin drenched. Yeah. And like all you can hear is just like the boom, boom. And like just the oars outside. Yeah. Of like the other guy rowing. And like trying to get to sleep. 
just falling asleep and then the alarm going off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And it's like, right, 10 minute warning. And it's just like, I've got to go again. And yeah. he's just like putting the the overalls back on that are drenched. Yeah, the, the second nighttime shift was always terrible, wasn't it? <sighs> the first one was kind of all right. But I just found the first month, which was basically up to halfway, was just savage. Because <laughs> obviously the first couple of weeks getting used to it was brutal. And you just felt like we were making no progress. Yeah. It took us like a week to not be able to see Tenerife. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, we've got so far to go. And then about a week after that, going through a hurricane. It, and But I remember literally after going halfway, literally crossing the halfway mark, my attitude just changed completely you're getting closer rather than further away yeah and it literally felt like right you know we've literally got no option anyway (laughs) we can't turn yeah and we're getting used to the thing like the theme of it and i remember at the time being like right we are exercising for about 18 hours a day here each of like hard rowing just when you get home just do one hour a day never Never once done it. That's hilarious. Every day I'm like, what is one hour compared to 18 hours? It's like the most energy I've ever had. Best nick I've ever been in. Oh, that's... No. Can't even do one hour. It's mad, isn't it? Would rather just scroll through Instagram. It is... Look at food recipes. It is mad. Ridiculous. Just how... A a perfect example this morning. So last night I couldn't be asked to go to the gym and I'm not saying I ever do this. This is completely (laughs) unlike me. I went upstairs... I did 100 push-ups, 100 squats with a kettlebell, and 100 swings. Yeah. Okay? And then this morning, my morning routine is I go to the top floor for a shit. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Which is the bathroom is next to my office. And I walked out the bathroom, and the stuff was still laid out from the night before. Right. And I was like, I could, why don't I just jump in now and do 100 push-ups? Nah. <laughs> I was like, no. And went and got back into bed. Oh, live back. Yeah, <laughs> back into bed. Yeah, I don't blame you. And it's just like, what a week... Little man. I know. What a weak little man. I don't have exactly the same thing. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. No, I don't think you should care. Thank you. But I'm exactly the same. I'm like, right, two days a week, I'll go and I'll run at 6.30 in the morning. And I'm like, because it's it's actually a good time to to get out and do it before baby's awake, all that stuff. Just go and do it. When the alarm goes off at 6.00, I reckon I have about between 100 and 150 reasons not to go. <laughs> and I'm just like, right, which one do I pick today? <laughs> yeah, going through the roller deck. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm, mm, too cold, yeah. yeah too cold. That'll do. Here I stay, turn the alarm off. But yeah, completely with you. Mental. I'm also reading the Living with a Seal right. by Jesse Isler. Like a Navy Seal or? Uh, the David Goggins one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Not living with the air. Like, a, <laughs> like a, an aquatic seal. Yeah, exactly. That would be a better book. I've gone off Jesse Itzler. Oh. Yeah. Gone off him. I used to be a big fan of his. Yeah. I mean, why? Why? Um, <laughs> What's he done? No, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I think I've seen too much of him. Right. Okay. You used to be a bit of a fanboy. Yeah. I, I, I probably will be again. What's I, he done to you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There is something, but did I he won't. Touch, did he touch you? <laughs> <laughs> did he grab your bum bum? <laughs> Jesse, hey, I'm a fat hey, man. There's a blame. There's a claim. <laughs> is that does that go to that sort of thing? If there's a blame, there's a claim. Is that the Me Too movement? Uh, maybe. Is that like car incidents? No, I think that's more personal right. lawyers. <laughs> okay, good stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, dangerous ground. Here. So he. Um, uh, yes, did, did he go? He lived with Goggins for a month or something, did he? Yeah, he'd pay Goggins to come and live with him. Uh, um, of course. 
And it's a cool concept for a book. Maybe it will get better. I'm not far from sacking it off. Right. <laughs> bit, it's a bit, it's not great to be honest, but um, it, like Goggins is just an Astor, isn't he? Yes. Oh yeah. Like Another a, level. Like a, I actually think there's something wrong with him. Yeah, there is. But he's like, you know, get up at six in the morning and he's like, yo, get the fuck out of bed. Like run 10 miles. And he's like, oh shit. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it'll be like minus four outside and Goggins will just be wearing shorts and a t-shirt. And he's like, you're, you're going to be cold. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Like, wow. Like, if you think it's cold, it's going to be cold. Like, it's not cold for me. And it's like, no, no, like minus some, five is yeah, objectively yeah, cold. You're going to die. <laughs> some people are just wired like that. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, different level. The thing I will say about Jesse Itzler yeah. is he not is... Not Jesse Isman, as I called him. <laughs> <laughs> is he does have a great approach. Like what we were saying, just do shit. He's a hustler, isn't he? Yeah. But his whole thing is, it's like a, a Japanese concept called misoji. And it's basically the concept of like doing cool shit or a big, th- one big thing every year. So he's a massive advocate. Every single year he'll have one thing that pushes him way out of his comfort zone, something he's never done before, something he can work towards. And he challenges like, everyone that works for him, all of his employees, his staff and all that sort of thing. They all have to like buy into this misoji thing. So uh, on that note, he's like, it's pretty epic because he does do it every year as well. He reminds me, he's almost in the realm of like Rob Durdeck yes. in the way they appro- they're both prolific entrepreneurs. Yeah. Both absolutely loaded. Yeah, for sure. Because they kind of have this mindset like in terms of like pushing themselves and doing crazy weird shit, but they apply it to business. Yeah, exactly. In a way that he, he's actually, he's on loads of podcasts at the moment. Is he? Jesse. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, Isla? Yeah, I think so. Fuck, that'll do. Not to call him Jesse. He's a good friend. Um, <laughs> but like, just hustling to get meetings. Yeah. He's like saying these stories where like he just pretended to be a delivery guy just to get in the office, and then he was like, thirty seconds to pitch it, and then he starts a business with this guy yeah. and makes ten million dollars. Beast. Just all these, all these things. Yeah. And so you, I think that is way more inspiring to listen to Gary Neville talk about his mini retirement. Yeah, for weekend. sure. Yeah, And he's he's still doing it as well. Yeah. He could have retired 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, he's a, an enormous success. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this year, he just decided that he wanted to ride across America with his best mates right. on a bike. And they just all did it. Yeah, that's Like a month later. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. He's the co-owner of the Atlanta Hawks basketball team. So they were like, uh, we've got an opportunity to go to the playoffs. Let's just fly down there. Like, what's it courtside? Because I'm the owner, and then we'll go back on the bike ride. It's like mental. And that, that's the people I admire. Yeah, that's doing, the cool shit. Doing yeah. that, shit. and then they're not like then going and creating sound bites about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like being like, no, this is my, this is how I, yeah, exactly. my philosophy, and just shut. Just right, I'm back on him. I'm yeah. back on him. I'm back on. <laughs> I Jesse. love him again. <laughs> I'm reading his book. Um, how did we get there? But yes, our YouTube channel <laughs> oh, yeah. is going to be very inspiring. Um, but yeah, we're going to be looking forward to just dropping some episodes. Yeah, we, you know, we've got some nice ideas for like consistent content going forward. One video a month. Yep. And we want to go and do like challenge this like learning mindset, have fun with it. So maybe go and do, you know, try and spend time with the GB bobsleigh team. Like it. Do a bobsleigh. Yeah, exactly. And, and just try and just do all this stuff that we've never done before. Hopefully learn from experts. Probably make complete fools of ourselves. More than likely. Um, but just go and have fun, really. Yeah. And film it. That's the key. And in terms of how we film it, we're working with a really cool videographer at the moment uh, who's going to help us with it. 
But we tried on those, the new Meta Ray-Bans yesterday, didn't we? Yes, we did. They're actually quite impressive. Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, these are... Do you remember the Google Glass things? They were a joke, weren't they? Or even the Snap Glasses. Yeah. yeah. No, they were good, to be fair. They are literally Wayfarers with a very small camera in. And more impressive than the camera, I thought, was the speaker setup. Yeah, the audio is unreal. It's... How does it work? Jawbone technology or something? Basically, the audio gets played as vibrations through your jaw so you can hear it but it, there's no massive outward sound yeah and you really can hear it i thought it was going to be a faint thing in the distance yeah it sounds like you've got good headphones in but you can impressive. also hear everything else in the in the store what's mad is th- these have been released about five years too late because on these adventures the row l cap especially these oh, would yeah. have been unbelievably good because yeah. you can live stream onto Instagram from them oh shit yeah like they would, it would have been so good just to be like climbing and streaming and recording totally and all the audio free. yeah and looking cool because you've got Wayfarers on <laughs> rather than a GoPro strapped to your head yeah and it's like GoPro record and it's like deleting all hard drives <laughs> like, no, no 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 yeah that's such a good point and if we both had them we're going to buy them, aren't we? Oh, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> well, a matter why we're of pretending. Time. But if we've, we've both got them, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm pre-justifying here. Okay. When we talk about different perspectives and the keynotes and workshops, we could literally have recordings from both the perspectives. <gasps> That's pretty cool. When we're talking about the king swing and stuff from different perspectives, we both have the glasses on. Yeah, but we don't have that. No, we don't, but we will in the future adventures. Okay, fine. Because we're going to buy these glasses. <laughs> also, it'd be quite interesting to record a keynote from our POV. Yeah, it would. I mean, wearing sunglasses on stage will be an absolute power play. Yeah, I'll have to wear they get the specs, but they're expensive, aren't they? Well, that's if you need the prescription ones, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, true, yeah. You could just get the windows. <laughs> yeah. So, oh no, when you look back on it, no one's paying attention. <laughs> I love it that you, you messaged me recently, you were like, yeah, I actually need some new glasses. I was like, mate, you never wear your glasses. You're like, oh, they got stolen in Cape Town, which is what, six months <laughs> yeah, ago? ages ago. You're just walking around like, I can't see a thing. <laughs> That's why I keep getting a headache when I drive in the dark, guys. <laughs> yeah, devastating. Um, I've got a riddle to end on. Oh, wow. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> just to jump in there, by the way. No, I like it. Riddle. I feel like we need some like break music where it's like, da 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 Then it's like... Anyway, um, <laughs> okay, so here's... I don't know the answer to this yet. Right. Um, are you ready? So, so bad at riddles, yeah. On every adventure, I lead the way. Day turns to night, and night to day. I rise in the east and set in the west. With me, every... Surely that's easy. Is that the sun? It's got to be, isn't it? <laughs> what was the rest of it? With me, every journey's the... If it's the sun, <laughs> I... <laughs> what the fuck? Rise in the east and set in the west yeah, is a, give is it a classic. Yeah, away more. It's like, I rhyme with bun. <laughs> I'll give you a sun town. That is insane. <laughs> and I can't, I can't even find what out what the answer is. What do you mean? What's the answer? <sighs> the sun. I'm I mental. don't believe it. Right, that what is What a mental. terrible way to... Okay, I've got another one. Okay. <laughs> this is also very... This is shite. I know the answer to this one. I'm not a map nor a compass true, yet without me... You're lost, it's true. I start adventures big and small. What am I? Can you guess after all? 
you know what it is? It's not an object. Yeah, I do know what it is. Is it like, like your attitude or something like that? Yeah, along those lines. Motivation, courage. I'll give courage. it to you. Okay, well, nice. being ten points. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I've got a quick one. No, <laughs> right. You're not allowed to just make it up on the no, spot. No, this is very it's simple. Like this is the big only... and small. <laughs> what am I? Growing in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't seen the light of day. No, Locked it's just away. a lockdown one. Quick one. A what down one? What gets wetter as it dries? Mental. All oh, right. Um. Mental. <laughs> what gets wetter? Yeah, as, as it, it dries. dries. Yeah, as it dries, it gets wetter. Yes. Um, this is a classic. I will riddle, be able to guys. figure this out, but it's just gonna take a while. So it's gonna be terrible listening. Okay, do you want me to tell you? No. Right. Okay. Uh, come uh, back next week, or uh, le- well, let me have a think about it. You can maybe cut this out if it takes too long. Okay. Wetter. What? What is it? What gets wetter as it dries? And whilst you're thinking about it, I'm just going to thank... I got about nine texts, WhatsApp messages last week from people that actually made it to 39 minutes. Um, we're about to hit the 45-minute mark. So this I is, don't know what it is. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to thank you for making 39 minutes. And you're the same type of people that would get this far. You might know the answer to the riddle, and I'm going to tell you it. The answer is a towel. <laughs> oh, for... <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, for fuck. What even is this podcast? <laughs> Tune in next week where we're going to talk about weekends being mini retirements. <laughs> Amazing. Right, thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week Have with an more. amazing week. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>